The future is now. Finding the NOSO has never been easier. Subscribe to us on our new YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and bookmark the new home for No Holds Barred, The Jenny Position, Wrestling War Zone, and all your favorite NOSO podcasts at NorthSouthConnection.com. It's New Year, New NOSO, NorthSouthConnection.com. Hi, welcome to You Heard About Pluto. My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with our most favorite guest, I guess, Justin Rosero. How are you? Oh, that's kind of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, you've been on the show the most, so I would assume. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if the most. You think the most of this one? Probably. I mean, what do we do? We did the Baywatch hybrid mm-hmm. with Josh. Yeah. We did Jersey Shore, right? Yep. Not a 2 and 0. Not a 2 and 0. And now Breaking Bad. And now Bad. Breaking Bad. All right. So that's a lot. This is episode uh, six from season five. It's called Buyout. Yeah. So this is near, this is the, I mean, later stages. Is five mm-hmm. the last season or six? I always forget. Five, right? I think Saul goes six, but this goes five. I mm-hmm. Um. So Mike is around, but I think this is post Gus. Yes, I think that's right too. Uh oh no, hang on. No. Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think season five is the end of the the road because I know they do like two parts. And this is after their train heist episode, which was one of my favorite ones. So that was yeah. extremely fucked up. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, it was like a cool heist episode, and you kind of think it's just like a throwback kind of whatever. It's like a Western, and then the end is just fucked up. <laughs> oh, fucked up. Yeah. Um, it then it comes out of nowhere because they're all celebrating. They pulled off the heist, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, and then boom. Which you knew you kind of had that coming anyway. Right. But, uh, it looks like Walt is full on evil by now. Yeah, and this is this is the episode. Okay, right after the heist. So this is the end, the last season. So Mike, Mike's only got a little bit left here. Gus died the last season. Mm-hmm. Should add, make sure you put in the write up. This is gonna be spoiler, spoiler <laughs> filled, obviously. Um, Surely everyone's seen Breaking Bad by now. Yeah, I well, I mean, I hadn't till like not long ago. True, yeah, also same. But, you know, what is time anyway? True. That was still a couple of years ago, though. Everybody yeah. caught up during COVID. Yeah, I think mine was pre... I think it was pre-COVID. Because... I remember watching when I was still going to the YMCA. And we, I dumped that during COVID. Mm-hmm. That's when I was watching the bulk of it. Was there, I believe. So I want to say... I probably watched it in like... 2018-19 and then I pretty much went into, went into Better Call Saul because I watched at least two seasons of Saul live mm-hmm. and the newest season was this last year which so. do you prefer? Uh, I honestly have so 
when I get in on these shows now and like in the world of internet, I've really tried to clean up my social media experience quite a bit, whether it be on Twitter or Facebook. So I just follow a lot of meme accounts <laughs> um, or, and just like accounts that constantly post stuff about the shows I like at this mm. point. So I follow a bunch of Sopranos accounts and a lot of Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul accounts. Mm. So most of my day, if I'm scrolling social media, is just like callbacks, scenes, <laughs> clips, memes of like these three shows. <laughs> um, so I do think about this often to get to the point of the question. Yeah. I, I, I think about Breaking Bad versus Saul often. I think, oh, God, it's tough. I don't know. I, I don't want to be like just like recency bias and say Saul's mm-hmm. better because I watched mm-hmm. it, it ended more recently. But man, Saul is fucking tight. And, like, I feel like they allow you to explore the universe more. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the building of Breaking Bad is really cool. And it's, like, a, it's a flawless prequel because they s- set up everything so well. But then it's not just a prequel. You get, like, into Breaking Bad. And then you get the coda to Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I was actually just talking about this with our buddy Jeff tonight um, about how... In the end, Saul Goodman is really like the most important character in that whole universe. Because without him, Gus and Mike probably don't rise uh-huh. as strongly. You could argue they would have gotten into power anyway, but he's definitely a big piece of it. And 100% without him, Walt Walter does not rise to Heisenberg levels. Like he no. probably tops out or ends up fucking up along the lines. Like, Saul protects him and helps him build. And then at the end, like, Saul's, like, kind of last man standing. You know, Jesse escapes, but he's out out in the middle of nowhere. Like, Saul's kind of the last man in Albuquerque standing after all this chaos goes down. So, and then we were talking about how indirectly Saul's, uh, Jimmy's brother Chuck is really the catalyst for everything. Because if he just gave Jimmy some respect... You know, Jimmy probably doesn't devolve into Saul mm. and mm. end up helping Gus and Mike and Walter become what they become. And he's probably just living happily somewhere with Kim <laughs> somewhere else. So isn't that fucked up? It's really Chuck being a piece of shit to his brother, yeah. which is why I always tell people that are watching Better Call Saul that are like, oh, the Chuck stuff's boring. I'm like, yes, but it's boring. Yes, it can be a little dry. But Michael McKean's awesome as, as Chuck. No, he was tremendous. And all the Chuck stuff is so integral to what Jimmy McGill becomes mm-hmm. and how he becomes Saul mm-hmm. and all that. Like that's the, I mean, that's the, it's whole the core thing. relationship really. Yeah. That's, that's what leads to it all. So I don't know. Like I have this debate too, with breaking bad versus Sopranos. I just, I think of the three breaking bad would be, and of course we're watching it, but would be the one I'd want to rewatch the least. And it's not mm-hmm. because I'm saying it's the worst of the three. I just think it's like a real hard show to watch. It gets too dark for you. Uh, it's not just too dark. It's so stressful. It is stressful and like so intense. And like I don't know if I could do the whole thing again. Like yeah. Sopranos. If you told me, hey, let's start a podcast. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I'd be in. Like I could watch mm-hmm. Sopranos again. And that's not to say that's not intense. There's intense parts of that too. But mm-hmm. um, and I think Saul, I could rewatch again sooner because I kind of want to rewatch to pick up on stuff. Maybe I wasn't mm-hmm. appreciating early on knowing that where it goes uh 
but then when I think of Breaking Bad or like I think of certain episodes, I'm like, shit, like, I don't know if I could live that again. Like, <laughs> I did try to rewatch it once. I got like three episodes in and I'm like, I just don't know if I could do this. Like, I start thinking of all the things that happened, like right down to, you know, freaking Danny Trejo getting his head chopped off and put on the turtle. Like, I mean, there's so many things. It's like Hank with the cousins. You know, like, there's just so much intensity throughout it. I don't know. What do you think? Could you happily rewatch Breaking Bad? <sighs> I think that I get, because I binged it all, right? So it's all jumbled in my head as far Mm. as timelines, really. So if I could, I would probably be able to go back and rewatch it just to solidify the order of events. And since I have watched Saul, to sort of put that in as I go, too. Um, because with Saul, it was harder because I binged it a lot quicker right. and then had to get to the new episode. So, um, I, the, the Kim and Jimmy relationship make it really hard not to pick that show over this. If, if Walt's white was wife was worth a damn, maybe she is terrible. I mean, she, yeah, I don't know. I feel like she, she probably is a little too maligned. Like, she is annoying. I th- Walter Jr. is more annoying. Well, uh, yeah, but they do away anyway. with him at some point, right? So you don't want to... No, he's in the whole fucking thing. Well, it, it seems like he's lessened some. Uh, I don't know. Towards the end. He's in quite a bit. Um, like all good shows and bad shows, one of the biggest issues of Breaking Bad tends to be... Uh, mistrust and lack of communication mm. i feel like a lot of issues stem from walt not trusting jesse whereas if he just would have like included him in decisions and talked to like a partner a lot of their issues would have been avoided and things unravel big time between them down the stretch and like even yes. here as jesse becomes like trusted by mike down the stretch is like when walter starts to like crumble mentally around that mm-hmm. and like doesn't trust either of them anymore and that leads to him killing mike and then mm-hmm. um you know and him and jesse ending up in a terrible place where jesse does the tape and uh basically explains everything and then walter dimes out jesse hiding under the car and that leads to him getting trapped <laughs> by the a jack screw and all that so. right um i think one of the a lot of the deaths in the show too are like rough. Um, mm, yeah, <laughs> I don't even mean like to walk. I don't even mean like gore wise. I just mean like, um, like to me, the worst one of the whole show I think is Andrea. Uh, oh God, Rock's mom, who like oh, yeah, the prison guys just shoot the head like just to keep Jesse like in the basement cooking, which is like a real rough one because mm-hmm. they make him watch it. Like so, mm-hmm. I, I think that's like the rough roughest one probably. Um. I don't know. It's tough. Like, do you feel the show should have ended with like Gus dying? Like, I feel that, that this last season is weird because like uh-huh. Gus was such a driving force of like the bulk of the show, and then he's gone. And I don't know. I just I felt like I don't know. I feel like Jack didn't earn the right to end up being the one. Like he comes in so late, and he and he's the one that takes down Walter basically and ends up killing hank and fucking with jesse and it felt like like well they built up enough it always had to kind of be that way though because he was 
going to be at the top like and and so he could fall right so he can right just tumble into this madness and i don't think anybody around him was going to get the better of him at this point like he's just on this level that it takes somebody from the outside to do it to take him down i guess i think it's a world where hank just does it now that would have been something i i think the he- that would have been a hell of a scene. <laughs> I think Hank dying is like the come to Jesus for Walt. Like, yeah. I get why they did it, where he's like, now it's real. Like, it really uh-huh. touched his family. And that's the moment where he kind of breaks down at the end when Jack shoots Hank. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if it would have been better if, like, Hank, like, they arrest Walter. He finally catches them. And Walter like dies in jail of cancer. Like I feel like that maybe that's <laughs> that's I think it boring. Been, like, that's boring. I know. I, I just don't like the Jack stuff. Just bugged me. That was like the only thing that bugged me about it. I'm not saying it was a bad ending. It just it felt like this dude comes in late in the last season and ends up being the one to like blow everything up. And I get like you can't have Gus do it because Gus is gonna mm-hmm. pay off to that whole thing. Is Gus is gonna go? But like the whole show is literally about the Salamancas and Gus Fring. Mm-hmm. And then we have the season where they're not involved at all, and Walter just gets taken down by this prison gang. I don't know. Does seem sort of well. I mean, again, I get it. It's like there's yeah. always going to be another bad guy. Um, right. There's always going to be someone else, and I think I know the story was that Walter um, kind of reached the top, mm-hmm. and it's hard to stay on top. And he really didn't trust anyone by the end. And he made stupid decisions because he was paranoid. He was going to lose everything. So yep. the worst decision he makes is the one that finally does him in is where he tack, text Jack the coordinates in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack realizes that must be where the money is because they're out in the middle of nowhere. And he had exact coordinates. <laughs> so like that. Do you think they just wrote themselves into a corner? Or, I mean, was all that planned? Yeah, I'm sure it's planned. Again, I think it's more of a me thing. I think it's, yeah. I, I think, like I said, it makes sense that there's this always going to be another guy and Walter kind of stopped trusting everyone in his circle, put his trust in these dudes where he shouldn't have trusted because he thought he could control them. And then that ends up, he lets his guard down and they mm-hmm. screw him over. They take his money, kill his brother-in-law, send him on the run, kidnap Jesse. Like, you know, everything kind of falls apart. But and then you know Walter thought he could manipulate Jesse again. I think his big mistake was not looking at Jesse as a partner and more as someone he could continue to manipulate, no matter well, what. Well, Jesse he, was an absolute miss for most of the show, so I could see how there's trust issues. Walter. Yeah, but as he grew, like I think he could have trusted him more. I mean, the biggest mistake he makes with Jesse is that he, when he gives the rice to Brock, where the you know on the flower or whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's like where. You know, he does that because he thinks Jesse's starting to kind of fall for uh, Gus. And he does that. He blames it on Gus or whatever to turn Jesse back. But, um, yeah, I mean, well, it's an epic show. And the fin- finale is great. So it's it's just me nitpicking. But <laughs> I just think the way the story went, I, I think Hank, I just feel like Hank didn't need to die. Like, I think, I think Hank taking him down. Um, but in a way, I mean, it's also showed that Hank, for as great a cop as he was, like, didn't pick up on the clues all these years. I think that's important, too, because... It's right in front of him. Right. It, it kind of makes him look dumber the longer it goes. Right. And he doesn't 
realize it. What about side characters? There's some great ones. Um, while we're on the scene right here with the, mm-hmm. the stupid lawyers there making the deposits, uh, I read an interesting article. So because I follow these Breaking Bad pages, I read mm-hmm. these ridiculous, stupid articles constantly too. <laughs> and there's one that talks about how like this was actually Walter's biggest mistake was, you know, trusting this Jamoke <laughs> to not fuck up and get caught making the deposits and all that. And that he... um. I don't know if this is like an arrogance thing. I think that yeah. leads to the Jack stuff yeah. in this where you, you start, you, and, and not even arrogance, but like your business gets so big, you have to start delegating tasks and maybe not vetting properly. So Yes, it's just they, whoever's around to do your shit. Right. They're like, okay, this is like a lawyer who could be bought that'll mm-hmm. handle this for us. Right. When in reality, they probably didn't do the due diligence enough to realize this guy is shaky. Right. And he's prone to probably fuck something up. And that's what happens. And they end up, feds end up with all the money. But This is crazy. Have you ever been, do you have a safety, I don't know, it might be a personal question, but I've never had a safety deposit. I've never, I, I've, there is one that exists, um, but I've never actually, like, it's not in a room like this where you yeah. go in the room and, like, do it. I think they bring it to you. They bring it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, it's so it's kind of fascinating box. to me. I've always, like, really liked a scene in a bank with safety deposit box <laughs> scrooge mcduck yeah <laughs> i think this is like walter killing mike too was a big fuck up because i know like walter was kind of done with him he gets pulled back in with the vomitos pest stuff and all that and i mean things are cranking after gus those first couple episodes where they got the thing going they're cooking inside the houses where they get fumigated mm-hmm. like they're up and running but then again, Walter, just like his paranoia and mistrust of everybody um, is what really brings him down because losing Mike kind of lost like the security blanket that he had. And, you know, if he had Mike around still, he probably doesn't end up in that desert and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And Mike probably helps keep Jesse maybe on board because he, you know, they had a relationship. So, you know, it's poignant. At the end, Walt says it right in the finale. He's like, I did it for me. So, Sometimes yeah. you just got to do it for you and become <laughs> just a fucking drug pin. Well, that's what he said. The whole series, he keeps saying he's doing it for his family. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, he finally admits to his wife, you know, Skylar at the end, mm-hmm. in the, like, one of his last scenes, he says, I did it for me. And I was great at it. And that's it. I thought I was he dying. Was great at it. So I said, fuck it. I wanted <laughs> to support my family before I die. And then he got hooked mm-hmm. and became a kingpin. Is this actually the one where Mike dies? Oh, is it? I don't know if I can watch that shit again. Uh, Maybe not. How great is Mike, though? Oh, he's the best. And that's why Better Call Saul is great, too, because you get Mm -hmm. so much Mike and Gus. I mean, Mike's in the entire series. He, that, that's, yeah, that puts it over for me, big time. It's burying everything in this hole in the middle of the desert. All his guns and his laptop and everything. He's just like the opposite. Like he does shady shit as well, but he right. just he just he's not evil feeling like Walt is. No. It's like he has this I don't know. His is the, just business, I guess, to right. him. I'm trying to remember what turns him because like he's kinda is he piecing out here for the most part? Like he gave the thing to his granddaughter in the safe deposit mm-hmm. box. 
they cashed out on the business pretty much, right? That was the whole thing. They sold the meth mm-hmm. to that other crew. Mm-hmm. I think is Lydia still around? Or she she's almost there to the end too, right? I think so. Yeah. I'm trying to remember how Mike ends up coming back and then have the shirt on wall. I guess we'll see. But because as of right now, he's like out. He left the car and he's gone. Never um, gonna be that easy, man. The thing with Saul versus Breaking Bad 2 is Breaking Bad, you get the better Gus. Um, yeah, I like great. Saul because you get to learn about Gus a lot, like, mm-hmm. and see how he becomes, you know, what he becomes and building the lab and all that. But the Gus in Breaking Bad is like way more fucking insane, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, building the lab and everything. Oh, man, that shit was, that was great. Yeah. And that poor lab, poor uh, Howard, buried in the lab somewhere. Oh man! Oh man! That was so fucked up. All right, so Hank's got the warrant, the search in the search of Mike's house, but he's always a step ahead, so he's Mm -hmm. buried everything in the desert. They're not finding anything. Gomi, (laughs) Gomi bites it too in the last one. Oh God. I like how he's sitting there watching old movies while they're going through his house. That was a shtick through all both shows. Unbothered. Sitting in that recliner. Yep. Not finding shit. God, Hank is just <laughs> He's so fascinating to me. Like <laughs> He's such a bastard guy. in that first season. He like, really like, is that first nasty. episode of, at um Walter's birthday, like he's so fucking annoying. Oh yeah, he's a dick. But, but he's that around. guy that he thinks he's the good guy, really. Right. You know, he's, but he has this super sharp dick edge. <laughs> it's just like, right. oh my God, this guy. It's crazy, too, when you read the stuff about how, like, Jesse was supposed to die in season one. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, you didn't say that? You don't know that? So the story is that he, the whole plan was he was just going to be, like, a side character in season one as Walt. To like basically help Walt learn how to cook, and then he was going to die, and then go on. But Aaron Paul was so good at the character um, that that they realized there's like more there, and they could make more out of it. So they keep probably the best decision they ever made. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think the show's the same if he's not there the whole time, and he ends up being again like him and Saul, the the last two standing at the end of right. Carnage. Yes. Um, El Camino dives into that mm-hmm. where he books it to Alaska. I like to think there's some world where he went and got Brock and brought him with him to Alaska. <laughs> yes, I choose to think that as well. At the core, yep. the best stuff was always Walt, just like trying to teach him smugly. Like, mm-hmm. you always, it always boils down to that, where he's like always trying to like has that disappointed teacher that won't yeah. go away. That yeah. side tone with, with Jesse where he's always trying to Svengali, I'm back. He is usually successful, but yeah, until Jesse finally snaps. <laughs> Jesse just is too smart now. Well, it's funny. I mean, for all his faults, like Jesse really. I mean, he's the most tragic character in the whole thing. He is. He he went through the shit, and he really just just like a stoner mm-hmm. that ends up dragged into this and manipulated and, and by the end he's had his girlfriend left for dead thanks to Walter. 
he's shot poor uh what's his name in the face Gil. no not Gil. was that his name what was his name the other cook the guy that gus was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he ends up shooting him in the eye and when he doesn't want to like that's his kill that he doesn't want to do it gets andrea shot like there's so much goes wrong for him despite being associated with this maniac and yeah you could say at any time he could have walked you know he stayed for the money but Badger and Skinny Pete. I like Badger and Skinny Pete. Yeah, they're great combo. That's his other one. The guy gets shot. I don't know what this. I don't have the sound on, so I don't know what Walt's on him for this the scene about. But he's um, Joey or Jesse's like, uh, I want to get the money and get out, and he's like, right. Don't you want to be the best at something? And like you said, just trying to manipulate him more. But again, like I don't know why he didn't let him go. Like you said, he don't trust him. So he don't want to have to kill him. If he lets him go, he's going to have to kill him. At some I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think Jesse's whole goal the entire time was to get out and just be left alone. Like, grab Andrea, Brock, and drive off to the fucking sunset. Mm. And Wall always wanted total control anyway. Like, he didn't really need Jesse by this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't get why he didn't just let him go. Just saved everyone a lot of trouble. Too much pride, too. You know, he taught him everything that he knew, and Je- Jesse was, like, as good as him at that point. Right. Yeah, well, he was able to cook as good as him by the end. Mm-hmm. By evidence that Jack locks him in the cave. Yep. <laughs> for, like, for, like, a year or whatever the fuck he's in there, chained up, making meth. Now he's trying to shame him for uh, taking the money because it's dirty. Like, you want to get out and be pure, then you can't have any of this blood money. That's yeah. evil right there. That's, that's hard. Yeah, it's pure mind games. Yeah. Manipulative Walt, which is what he became. And this is when Jesse's starting to finally kind of break the spell. He is very good at it. Like, that probably would have talked me back into it. Yeah, I mean, that's becomes his strength, really, through the mm-hmm. whole show. It's like his ability to talk. Yep. Talk these guys into what he wants it to be. He gets so fucking mad so fucking quick, too. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, again, like, it, it that's what leads to a lot of the major issues is the lack of like just listening and having a discussion versus immediately snapping at the first hint that it might not be where he wants it to go do you think maybe that's a side effect of knowing that your time is limited i think it's a side effect of his arrogance over his intelligence Mm. i think like he thinks like anything jesse says is not going to be worthwhile because he's an idiot <laughs> and Jess and Walt is you know a genius Walt's got the biggest chip on his shoulder and it started with the company him and his friends built right he dipped out of that right he became yes. successful he was a scrub teacher um so he's always had like this I've been fucked and now I got cancer like he always felt like he's getting screwed 
um, when he should be the king because he's like the smartest guy in the room is how he feels. So he doesn't have time for Jesse because anything Jesse says is going to be not be worthwhile to him because Jesse's a moron. Like basically, <laughs> like the only time Jesse ever really said anything that almost like was you know right or or in his mind impressed him was when he says the magnets or whatever. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> science bitch um so like beyond that it's yeah he just sees jesse as a dope so it's like or like you said like his protege so why why is he gonna have any patience to listen to him and yeah i think part of it too is not having no he doesn't have a lot of time to fuck around so he's not gonna waste time on stupidity and then by that point it's just you know when you feel like you're that high above everyone you're not gonna have time or patience for them yeah, I, I I gotta say I'd probably be a little bit waltish in that regard, <laughs> like not listen uh, to anybody else who wanted to waste my time because I don't have much. Which yeah, I mean, well, is always true, really. But yeah, but in the end, that again ends up being one of his downfalls. That mm-hmm. he kind of had this setup around him, and you know, there's a world where he could have just been content cooking away for Gus and making mm-hmm. millions of dollars and being fine, but his ego overtook. And, you know, I think Gus didn't trust him. So that led to him trying to replace him and then eventually wanted to kill him. And Walt figured that out and took him out <laughs> first. But I think there's a, a path where he's just like kind of gleefully accepts this deal that mm-hmm. I can just be the best meth cook in, in the world like Gus be the front man and just sit here and cash in quietly in this beautiful lab and never say a word, right? <laughs> Would you do that? <laughs> no, you go full kingpin, probably. No, I think I'd just take the gig. I mean, as long as you're comfortable they not thinking that Gus is going to try and kill you, but yeah, I'm trying exactly. to think back. Again, cause again, I've only seen this once, so I'm trying to think yeah. back to, like, why did, what, did Gus have reason not to trust Walt? Like, was that ever fleshed out? Like, did Walt do something that made Gus figure like he had to get rid of him once he taught I think just his his existence (laughs) well that's what I mean so I don't know was it ever going to be even if Walt said I'm happy just doing this would Gus have trusted him I don't know I don't know maybe over time Hank's scuffling here do you have a favorite episode uh Again, I have to like look back. I don't know if I have one that like immediately pops in my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, everyone always mentions like the big ones at the end, Osmond Diaz and all that. That's when mm-hmm. that's the one before the finale. That's like the big blow up in the desert and everything. Um, no, I, just, I don't. Again, the familiarity, like it all, like to you, like I binged it, so it all kind of blends together. I mean, it's dramatic and intense. The one where the cousins attack Hank in the parking lot. More, I think it's because I've seen Saul more recently. Like, more of the Saul stuff pops mm-hmm. out of me. Yeah. Like, Lalo in the fucking um, mansion in Mexico. Yes. Escaping the assassins. That was, that was, was awesome. Like, amazing. Um, the last whole season of Saul is amazing. Like the, it is. All the black and white episodes are great stuff with jesse and kim 
like crossing paths, <laughs> putting Kim in the Breaking Bad universe where you know people were fearful constantly that she was going to die that whole last season. Like, all right, out of the. I was confident. I have it documented all along that <laughs> I did not think they were going to kill Kim that she was alive because my whole reasoning was there's no way. Once we learned Jimmy and Kim's connection, like there's no way Saul continues to exist as he does in Breaking Bad if she's dead. That does he's, make sense. He's way too shattered. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way he's what he is, even though he's dead inside mm-hmm. anyway, as Saul Goodman. He still, there's the hope out there that Kim exists. And they're basically married still during Breaking Bad because they get divorced. Like, Jesse's there. So, in the early, mm-hmm. in these early years of Breaking Bad, they're still married. So, um, you know, she's out there and in, in living. So, like, there's still a chance. I I think whenever I think about Breaking Bad, the Jane episode, yeah, um, that one usually comes to mind. Yeah, I mean she was awesome. Christopher Ritter was great in that role. Uh, it's the only time in the whole show that Jesse's really happy. Yeah, I like her. that for him. Yeah, and of course it leads to the plane crash because the dad is all fucked up after she dies, and screws up the air traffic control, and the two planes collide. I watched That's that episode. Right. While, That's right. I watched that yeah. while I was on a plane. That episode. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough one. But yeah, because that was the season they kept teasing. Remember they show the teddy bear in mm-hmm. the pool. And that yeah, the whole time they would open with like destruction yeah. scenes from the air airplane. Right, and then they reveal it at the end. Yeah, that, that was well done. All of that was really well done. Yep, that the dad the dad had the breakdown after she died, and then <laughs> fucked up the coordinates, and the two planes collided. That's incredible. <laughs> this is kind of the iconic look right here for Walt in the it uh, is. yellow jumpsuit. Yellow ball head. Get it house. Yeah, that's right. It's teaching Todd. Fucking, I love that Jesse Plemons did not give a shit enough to lose weight for El Camino. It's such a <laughs> fucking move. He's like 50 pounds heavier on that. Oh, he's, movie. yeah. yeah and they're doing flashbacks to this time. It's like, it, it, <laughs> like, do you think they just didn't pay him enough? That he's like, all right, for the money you're giving me, I'm not, I'm not losing this weight. Uh, does he have a thyroid problem? Like, what maybe is he that? already had a big, maybe had another role. I think he was doing another show maybe. and he was, so he that would have be been weird. Yeah. It's just hilarious to me. It is funny. Because, like, they're so meticulous. Like, Vince Gilligan's so mm-hmm. meticulous with his attention to detail. And, like, to me, like, to just have well, him show it probably up. it take, like, six months to lose weight. Yeah, I know. But it's just ridiculous. Like, they're doing flashbacks <laughs> to this time. And he's, like, 50 pounds heavier. <laughs> and it's, like, glaringly obvious. It's not like it's, like, a few pounds, you know. Like, Gorilla Monsoon is calling him out. This is mad. It's just great guard. They'd be like, Whoa. Oh, God. Todd's really fucking put out a lot of weight. <laughs> Look at the boiler on Todd. They should have put him in like some spanks or something. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna be some way CGI him like down. CGI. I, I was gonna say, yeah, do some. It's just it's digital. so that would be so insulting. Oh my god, I would die. I mean, El Camino definitely had its critics. I liked it. I think I'd rank it above the Many Saints of Newark of like the two movies that came out of those two great shows uh surprise oh really and this i think so hmm. i liked many saints but some of it was a little goofy like young silvio crazy. was kind of ridiculous <laughs> um, i liked uh i liked the younger characters yeah it is to me young it felt tony, a little bit honestly. like yeah young 
Tony was obviously great. Michael Ian Finley's yeah. awesome. Um, and, and they reveal you know him and Carmella at one point, but mm-hmm. it is. I felt like there was not really a point to that. I mean, there was, but I guess it's to show that Junior killed Tiki Balsanti, but it was right. whatever. Um, well, it just lets you get back in that world for a, a hot minute, and right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like the story of Camino better because it, it, you know, pre-Saul wrapping it up, that's the only closure we got mm-hmm. was, you know, the end of showing how Jesse escaped or whatever. I mean, that's the true ending because I think that takes place probably when you launch the Saul timeline. I would think that's, well, no, because Walter's dead, right? So he's gone. So yeah, I guess Saul, Saul in jail is really the very last thing timeline. It is, wise. yeah, yeah, because Walt. Jesse would have escaped when Walt died. Um, do you think they're done with this universe, or they've said they are? Um, I don't. I don't know what else you could do. I, I kind of want them to do something before anyone dies. Like Me too. I feel like if James Gandolfini didn't die, like we'd get some Soprano stuff probably for sure. Um, but now there's they can't right. So I feel like all these people still like, are alive and could do something. But I also get why they wouldn't want to, because they really did tell like a perfect arc. The arc. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know what else they could do beyond maybe a show about Jesse. Yeah, I mean, maybe one of the other spinoff characters, you know. So you get the world without the exact same story. Yeah, I mean, it depends which way you go. Because some of these people mm-hmm. get older too. Like, yeah, that, I mean, that Mike kind of maxed out. Mm-hmm. He's getting older. Like, even Gus, as awesome as, you know, he is and everything else, like, he is getting older, too. So it's, like, harder to go back and be younger. So that's why I thought, like, if they do a Jesse Post story, you can kind of explain. But the problem with that is everyone you love is dead. True. Which is why Saul was so great, was because you're getting these people before, um... But, I mean, he's got a new show coming out, Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. And then Rhea Seahorn has a new show coming out that Vince Gilligan is actually in the showrunner for. But she said, I was watching an interview with her earlier, and she said it's not part of the universe. I but he hasn't, he hasn't told her much else yet about it, apparently. Okay, sweet. <laughs> or she can't talk about it. They're not revealing what it is. But she's going to star on the show that he's in charge of. And here we go. A lawyer fucked up. Gomi's on. Yep, he got busted. So had they killed all the... No, that's after this. That's a great scene. Um, It's after Mike dies when Walt has Jack's crew kill all the dudes in prison. Yes. <laughs> and they play Crystal Boo Persuasion. And he's yes. All getting murdered. I was going to mention the songs. Yeah, uh... that's a great episode and scene that's that's the episode after mike dies because he's trying mm-hmm. to tie up all the loose ends because that's what this is so walter's money's not in there like this is all of mike's crew's mike's money stuff. that he was yeah. socking away for the, all the dudes in prison um and that's when the lawyer gets banged but yeah walter his money's buried oh no it's not buried yet right where the fuck is his money well saul was piling it up for him mm-hmm. and then he ends up taking it right because when, when is the whole thing where he puts it in the barrels um 
is it Huel <sighs> and and Billy Burr? <laughs> Remember they take yes, all the money. Yes, Huel. Yes. They put it all in the barrels, and yeah. then he puts it out in the desert. I don't know if he's done that yet or not. We haven't seen Saul yet, but he's still around, right? He doesn't leave. They were talking the... about him a minute ago. I don't think he leaves until the very end, right? It's so funny, like this scene right here. I remember this. <laughs> he just he uses his like his really his alter ego, which is right. you know <laughs> husband and father, uh, to put fucking listening devices in. So and so Hank kind of figured it out yet already? I thought he knew already. I guess not. I guess that's I, coming. No, I think that no, no. He's built like he's almost there. Right. But I don't think he's there yet. So he didn't do the Walt Whitman thing. Not I don't think he, he knows yet. I don't think he knows. I don't knows think yet. he knows yet. God, I thought it was earlier than this. I guess not. Because they do the whole thing. They're having the dinner party, and mm -hmm. yeah. Walter gets drunk and he can't help not take the credit. Mm -hmm. And that's what puts it in Hank's head, right? Because, like, Hank's kind of done, right? Don't they blame, is it Gus or Jeff? Whoever they say, right? They're kind of like, like, oh, it was like a brilliant thing, blah, blah. And, like, Walt says something, right? That, like, he's like, oh, because he can't help himself because he he has to have the credit. Yeah. And then Hank's taking the shit. <laughs> and he reads the book. That scene think, is incredible. I cannot think of the guy's name. Is it Gil? Who's the guy that Gus was going to replace Walter with? Remember, uh, he was like his protege. He was Walter's protege. He was all into the, the dude Jesse shoots. But the, he had he had done the inscription in the book that said to my whatever WW, and that's when Hank realizes it's Walter White, not Walt Whitman or whatever. G uh Gale. Gale, Gale. Gale, that's the name. That poor fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he's when Jesse shoots in the eye. But, so that must be coming soon then. I mean, it, only I, like... I was thinking that that office scene was pretty close. I don't think Hank knew because I don't think he would I don't have think so either. gone along with what he just did. No, no. Because, from what I recall, he once he figures it out, I guess it goes quick. Because Jesse confesses. Yeah. Well, Hank confronts Walt in the garage. They have right. their argument. Mike must he be dying. He should have just sat. I don't know. I don't know what Hank should have done. Like, well, he didn't what? have the proof. That's the problem. Yeah. But he could have got it. Well, he does. Jesse does the confession. Yeah. yeah. Hank tries to get him to do a deal. All right. So this is episode, what do we say, six? Mm hmm And there's... 16. So there's 10 left. So I guess that's a lot left still. I'm trying to see when Mike... Mike dies in the next one. Say my name. And basically that's why he shoots him. Mike... Walter wants the name of Mike's guys so he, they can kill them. Mm -hmm. Because the money got fucked and they're gonna... He's afraid they're gonna give it up. And Mike says no and basically tells him we could have worked for Gus and had no problems, but Walter ruined that. Yeah. And then he just shoots him. And that's to me really the that's like the I think that's the worst Walter doesn't really fucked up things, but that's just like a death for a death. Like everything else is he's had some kind of justification. 
this whole time to do. Like, even if it's a fucked up justification, he's had a justification. But that's the one he does just he's a killer now. You know, yeah, he's just like because he can't person. and he needs to. Yeah. So he literally just shoots Mike for no reason. Like there's yeah. no reason to shoot Mike. And then he even says here, like he realized like he could have just gotten the names from Lydia. Like he didn't need to berate Mike into it. And then Mike Mike tells him to shut up so he could die in peace. <laughs> Man. And then and the next one is when he gets the names and they kill everyone. This is sort of making me want to do a rewatch, no lie. So it's gotta be soon. I'm trying to well, okay, so it's gotta be then it's the one so one after that, because Walt tells Hank to tread lightly. Yeah, I think it's the next one. No, maybe not. I don't know. It's <laughs> acting like he already knows in the next one. So maybe is it this one? So the lawyer is um, trying to set up Mike here. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Well, yeah, I guess he's already working. Probably. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, he got caught. Mike seems suspicious. All right, so it's the two after this when Hank figures it out. Yeah, I knew it was close. Jesse expects Walter came to kill him. Sighs of relief. The White's children move back in. During a family cookout, Hank flips through, leaves the grass at Walt's bathroom, sees a dedication from Gail. And realizes that Walt's Heisenberg. All right, the cops are coming for Mike while he's watching his granddaughter. No, they're coming. No, isn't it not for him? He thinks. I it think is, it ends think. up it ends up being something else. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, so if Hank finds out in eight, so he's basically knows for like eight or nine episodes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think they are there for them, for him. Is it? Because he, they just didn't see him, I guess. There's Saul. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Saul's in right to the end. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> him and Jesse go to leave together, and then doesn't Jesse not leave or whatever? Mm hmm. I mean, him and Walt go to leave, right, at the end? That's mm-hmm. what it is. Well, Jesse, at one time, Jesse was going to leave, and he doesn't get in the van from the vacuum guy, and he stays. That might have been earlier. But it's at the end when Saul and Hank, or, I mean, Saul and Walter are in the the vacuum guy's hideout mm-hmm. together. And then that's the flashback they use in Saul. Remember, they're in the room together. I do, yeah, that was awesome. Saul's concerned that Mike's going to flip. Right. Yeah, so he's playing shit. Mm-hmm. He he really kind of, which is funny because I guess it might be worth the watch up with the hindsight of better call Saul because mm-hmm. I mean Mike has always been Jimmy's guy, like they were close. So it's interesting mm-hmm. he thinks now. It's kind of like did they have that in mind? You know what I mean? Like that these guys are gonna have a history together, and he really thinks Mike's gonna flip after all their shit together. After everything he saw Mike do and been loyal to everything, like suddenly he was gonna. Well, I mean, Saul's turn. not very trusting either. 
Yeah, I guess it's just more that, like, did they really realize that they were going to have such a pass together? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like how he's calling the other lawyer a hack. <laughs> so Mike picked the other guy, right? Is that what Saul saying? Like, he didn't, he should have let him do it or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's he saying? But Jesse was like, I'll do it. And Walt said, it? No, I'll do it. You're out. Go get the car and That's right, yeah. all the money and shit. You don't need the cops finding his fucking car sitting there loaded with money. Right. And guns and passports. But then he buried all that. Except for, I guess, his traveling money. Right. In that bag. Are you sure we're watching? This isn't saying my name because this is where he shoots him. I think it's uh, well, maybe the um, maybe the previous episode was buyout. I think so. I think it's to say my name because I think he kills her at the end to say my name, and I think this is the one where he shoots him right here. You mean we gotta watch this shit again? This is it. I think this is. Uh, yeah, this is say my name because it started with them right. meeting Declan to negotiate a deal. Dan gives him to the DEA. Walter finds out. Yeah, this is the this is him. He's about yeah, to I must have saw the description for the previous ep. Yeah, so well, by this, this is, is this is two after the heist then. So not the I don't wanna see Mike die again. Oh, you're about to. This ended up being a pretty big episode we picked. What is this oasis in the desert they're at? I don't know. It's like all of their desert scenes like nothing there. I know. And now they're in a like an orange grove or some shit. It always bothered me that Walter wore like button downs and khakis constantly. <laughs> Not khakis, but like dress pants constantly. Like Why? he never looked comfortable. <laughs> what if he that's his comfortable? I guess. It's all the jackets that get me. Like y'all yeah. were in the fucking desert. You don't you don't need a jacket. Oh, it gets a little chilly. No, not not where they're at right there. <laughs> it gets chilly out in the in the desert at night and stuff. There you go. This is their big blow up finally. I mean, he's right. Gus, Mike is right, right to the end. Like mm -hmm. I said earlier, they could have just fucking worked peacefully for Gus all those years, shut their mouths, did millionaires, and. Gus had the whole syndicate set up. And he screwed Ooh, it up. Ooh, he's telling him. So right now in Albuquerque, it is 43 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> I'm saying in this scene, they're... No, but it, like even this time of year, their high is like 60. It's, I don't think it's like that like warm of a climate. How is that possible? 
Average month, 55, 60, April 72, May's 81. So if oh, this was... Oh, no. Here we go. In the summer, it gets hot. But if this is between November and, and March, yeah, the average temperature is like in the 50s. Why? I don't... This is a terrible, terrible plan on his part. Well, he wasn't thinking. That's the problem. This is one of his few actions where he didn't think have a plan and, and execute the plan. Like this was the one of the few times he went off the cuff and didn't. But think even then, he, he just strolls up to the car and just casually tries to shoot him. Like that's well, because he knows at this point he's already shot him. So like Mike's gonna kill him back if he doesn't finish it. But this was like, yeah, the most besides, I mean, for him, it's the most senseless thing he does. Like everything else, again, has some kind of justification or plan behind it. Not saying it had to happen. There's a more senseless death, like Todd killing the kid and then Todd mm -hmm. shooting Andrea. Like, you know, there's a lot. I mean, I mean, the payoff of Jesse finally killing Todd with the chain is like a great payoff, too. Oh, really, I fucking love that scene. He hated Todd. Yep. Todd sucks. <sighs> I'm going to cry. That's it. Mike knows he's done here. He got a good spot, at least. Right. He's like, Poor guy up. has to listen to fucking Walter. <laughs> I know. He's like, fucking fuck freak up. out. Imagine that shit. Yeah. This is, this is, he knows he fucked up right away. But, I mean... Mike really when you what's what was his best case scenario? Like they had him. I mean, not that you want to die, but like I I think he knew. Like, I mean I think he day, did too, like, yeah. The, he was definitely going to jail or the prison. jig was up. There was like yeah. no way out of it. Yeah. Unless he got out of the country, I guess, or when but as we saw Saul, like at some point, even if you're even if he, you know, changed identities and went somewhere, odds are he may get noticed or whatever and, and caught. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's Saul last like a month like i don't think it's even a month like the end of better call Saul from the yeah. end of breaking bad so that's true yeah he also makes dumb decisions at the end yeah well he starts getting back in the grift and mm -hmm. that screws that up and then he just dies and that's it yeah i forgot they show him falling over yeah <laughs> i thought that just kind of left in him big god way. that was awful yeah, I forget to actually show him tumbling off the rock. So what do you think Walt did with him? Did he throw him in the water? Because I don't think they ever say like they, anything about his body or like the cops finding him or whatever. Oh, that's a great question. Maybe buries him out there. or No, his car's there. I think he just leaves him and he let might. him assume he got, the cops assume he got shot by someone. I don't remember. Maybe they do talk about it. But that was a fast episode. It was yeah. fast. I'm going to be having anxiety now going to bed. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> what? You got to watch something silly. No, yeah, I'm changing. I'm, I'm actually turning it off right now before I get something <laughs> the next one. There you go. That's smart. I do not need that. I do not need to get into the next one. Because the next one, well, the next one would have been, shall I already exit it out? Let's say the next one would be the uh, Crystal Blue Persuasion opening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to leave that on. Um, 
You do podcasts on this network, right? Yeah, I'm not going to. I mean, yes. Just, just subscribe. NorthSouthConnection.com is our website. It has all of our audio and video content. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, North South Connection, or any podcatcher app. We do stuff. We, we do a lot of – everything's audio pretty much. We do a couple video only, and we have a bunch of crossover stuff where it's video or audio. You can you can follow it on social media. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, we have tons of content, wrestling, pop culture, and beyond. So subscribe and check it out. Yes, please do, especially on Wednesdays because that's where I'll find all my shows, uh, including this one and everything else that I do. And um, on Twitter, at Jenny Position. And thanks for hanging out and breaking bad, JT. Anytime. All right. See you next time. I love me some meth. Thank you.